So today's sponsor is <laughs> Milka. And uh, buy this triolade flavor. It's really good. This was a gift from Thomas. So if anybody else who comes on the podcast is watching, you've got to give a gift. <laughs> you know, up here. I said the standard guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> Yeah, so that one I was I had it on record, but I had the quality oh, wow. on like 4K. Okay. So as I was recording it, like I had the mic on as well. Luckily, but about 50 minutes into it, it just took up too much space of my iPhone. <laughs> I shut off the iPhone, but we just carried on talking because I didn't know. Because you can't tell <laughs> looking at that, can you? You don't know. Yeah, so know. then we got to the end. I was like, oh fucking hell, no way. Um, and then I did one with Cyan. She was the girl who I worked with who had a resignation ripped up. Oh. And we were talking for like five hours. Yeah, we just yeah, we just kept talking, but the the audio quality ended up being shit because I had the mic in like a um it was like a makeshift thing and then okay. we kept we kept like tapping on the desk. So then all you could hear while you talk while it's talking is like tap 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 it's so annoying. But then I got to the end of the recording I went up to my laptop and it just completely deleted <laughs> the whole thing deleted I was like oh shit it delete, I mean itself it deleted itself or it, you it deleted itself but I was able to find it again but yeah. she she didn't want to have the video on so I was like, I was like right okay well we won't have it with video and but what mic do you use well so now I've got I've got this I've got a mic in there but it's turned out not to not be that good. Oh. <laughs> what I found out is that iPhone, you get a good mic, and then I'm using oh, MacBook, MacBook, and then I'm just using the mic in here. And then you synchronize the sound, the post production. Yeah. Uh, so I got a good one with my friend Maxime. He's from Ukraine, and okay. I met him on the way. The first time I flew to Prague last year, I met him because he was sat next to me, and. We just started talking, we were talking about Ukraine, and then <laughs> obviously what we ended up kind of meeting up with each other while I've been here, and then with what's been happening, I just spoke to him, how's it going with the situation with his family, but then he started blowing my mind about computer programming, <laughs> because he's, he studies he studies computer programming in London, and he was telling me this project he's working on at the moment is basically getting... A computer to watch a video of someone doing sign language and it's going to automatically translate oh. that video into subtitle that's awesome yeah it's awesome but he was explaining it to me and it was just going, <laughs> it was going he was using words that are way too large for my vocabulary <laughs> so thomas cheers. cheers welcome to the podcast i'm honored to be here do you want to introduce yourself? How do we know each other? Uh, so, my name is Thomas. I'm, a, I'm 21 years old. Um, I study at Prague. I study mostly like Konami. And we've met due to our YouTube Edward's girlfriend and mm -hmm. my, my dear friend. So, yeah. And since then, we've been like hanging out and but we don't hang out a lot. We just like meet once in a 
to once in a while and mm-hmm. last week we saw each other was in October. Is it October? October. But we kept in touch. Yeah. But so yeah, that's our story. Yeah. 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 First we were talking via email. Yeah, um, because Edward was like antisocial media protester. <laughs> <laughs> but you're just gonna say antisocial. <laughs> so, yeah, Ed was antisocial. He was a hermit. <laughs> he was scared to talk to me. Yeah. So, but we were mainly talking about cryptocurrency. So, yeah. What have you got your eye on at the moment? At the moment, the market is not moving pretty much for mm-hmm. a few, about two months. Um, no, in a month. For last month was pretty boring and it was pretty painful for altcoins mm-hmm. because they are not going to do much if the bitcoin is i don't know losing value or it's just stagnating in one place so that's that but i think that cryptocurrencies evolved pretty much and it's it's so big right now i mean a few years back when there was something like a bull market or bull run whatever you call it, then it, the value of Bitcoin went like straight down. Mm-hmm. And right now we went for, we went only at the certain level and we are maintaining this for a really long time, which is, I think it's a signal that uh, it's not only for uh, speculating, but it has a use case. So... Oh, what, sorry, a use? Use case. You can, I mean, that the cryptocurrencies are not just for earning money, but mm-hmm. you can like lend, you can borrow, you can buy, uh, you can buy actually stocks. There, uh, there are some projects that can that uh, copies the value of a stock. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and most recently there is a huge boom in GameFi, which is basically games in block uh, in a certain blockchains. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, you have to pay for play. Yeah, I mean. You cannot like uh, turn on computer, play this game, and earn cryptocurrencies and other things. But actually, I play one game. It's called DeFi Kingdoms, and uh, it's sort of like a. It's a, It has an old school graphic. Mm-hmm. It's uh, the main use case. I mean, the except from the game is that it's decentralized exchange for numerous altcoins and also uh, you can like farm cryptocurrencies there and earn a yield which is super great when you compare it to the basic interest at your account it's like <laughs> i mean it's like heaven but it's uh, you need to have a certain amount of capital and you mm-hmm. need to you need to understand it otherwise you're gonna lose so much money so i mean i right now i think that you are able to earn something like from 20 to, to 20 to 40 percent yield apy apy uh, without any risk mm-hmm. which comp- if you compare it to the interest rate at your bank account or saving account or stocks it's so much and uh, i don't know how is it in america or somewhere else whatever whoever is watching but right here in czech republic the inflation rate is 11.11 percent mm-hmm. which is extreme so 
even though they are trying to bring up interest rates so they, they could stop inflation, the inflation goes on. So it's pretty bad. But I think that the cryptocurrencies are a great way to hedge yourself against inflation. Uh, but I think it's uh, the people are afraid of it because of the scams mm-hmm. and because they don't understand it. Mm-hmm. I think that the big majority of retail investors that went to bit, uh, into Bitcoin like last year or in the previous years, they didn't actually know what is it about or how it works. It was like uh, only to earn money. Mm-hmm. But I think it's turning right now and there are so many new projects in cryptocurrencies that are actually better than Bitcoin or Ethereum. So much better and they are cheap to use. I don't know if you are watching Ethereum right now, but the transaction transactions at Ethereum pay from about I mean it can be like seventeen dollars. <laughs> or uh or if you wanna for example mint NFT on Ethereum it goes to hundreds of dollars. So it's pretty, it's not usable for an average person, mm-hmm. but these other uh, blockchains like Avalanche, Lu- uh, Terra, Terra Nova, or I think Near Protocol, it's like few cents in comparison. And I think that in the future we may expect like flipping from, you know, that there are going to be that Ethereum is gonna is gonna go to trash. I, I don't like Ethereum so much because mm-hmm. I think that the protocol uh, they promise so many things and by now it 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 should have been something completely else and better. And I mean it was like a few years ago they said they're gonna solve this problem of high fees and then they're gonna have a proof of uh, not proof of stake but proof of yeah proof of stake instead of proof of, proof of work which is basically just that you don't need a graphics card or you know a really good computer to mine the cryptocurrency but right now it's not happening so that's that so why is it that the um, gas fees are so high? Well, because it's a good question, but I think it's mainly because of the usage, because everyone uses Ethereum for NFTs. There is whole media or other projects and the network is not built to this amount of people or users because it can be also a computer. You know, it was, I mean, a few years back, it was like a few dollars for a transaction, if I can remember well, and right now, it's through the roof. And for people that are not, I don't know, operating thousands of dollars, it's just, it's a lot. I mean, I have, uh, in Ethereum blockchain, I have a few shit coins that I bought, <laughs> and someone is for, some, some of them are like worth $50. It's not much, mm. but I would like swap it uh, into something else, but it would cost me seventeen dollars. So why would I? Well, I mean, it's so unusable. I mean, yeah. In a percent, it's so much. I mean, you pay like twenty percent of the earnings 
just to to Ethereum network because it's just so you're not buying these on an exchange, you're buying it within the Ethereum network. These shit coins. Wow, shit coins. Uh, they were I didn't think they were shit coins at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> I thought they were the future. Uh, no. uh, I'm using centralized uh, exchanges also like Binance or KuCoin is great. And uh, then I use mainly the DEX. Dexes, decentralized exchanges, because they are, I think uh, it's more, it's more independent, it's more free, and when you have cryptocurrencies at central ex central exchange, they can basically steal your currencies pretty easily. That's on Binance. Uh, even on Binance, I mean, I, but I think it, uh, or I mean it from the. Uh, for for example, if there was would be some new law that you have to register that you earn this cryptocurrency and your ID, mm -hmm. they and they would have to cooperate with the countries. Okay. So you could like free. They could like freeze your crypto, forever, if there would be a legal way or oh, something like that. <clears throat> but I think that not gonna happen in the future, and yeah. Even if it would happen, there will be some time before that because it takes a lot of time before the law is approved in you know parliament, for mm -hmm. example. So, what's the rules in the Czech Republic? Is Binance uh, a bit so you can you can use Binance here? Yeah, and you can you use Coinbase and you can use I think all exchanges in yeah. Czech Republic. So yeah. I know that the UK banned Binance. Well, yeah, a while ago. But I've only so I was in a bit of a crypto hole. I bought some, <laughs> made some money on GRT. I remember you saying I made made about let's say how many crowns? Forty five thousand crowns actually on that's uh, GRT. I appreciate that you say it in Czech crowns. Right yeah, now. <laughs> I, had to, I had to quickly <laughs> quickly transfer that then. Um, that was last year, but you were you were saying how it got a bit mainstream and people didn't know what was going on with crypto. So I started seeing red flags when my mum's boyfriend started talking about cryptocurrency <laughs> because he's a gambling man. Oh. Yeah. And he was, people at his workplace were seeing the ripple pump and dump, if you yeah. remember that. So they were like, yeah, yeah. And at that point, I was like, I need to get out. <laughs> I was like, I need to get out of here. Yeah. So, and then all I've got money in now is after uh, it went down after May. It started to go back up again towards the end of the year. I bought uh, crypto.com. Yeah, it's the, they like they can give you a credit card and you can use your crypto. Mm -hmm. And the coin is for staking or that you can, if you hold, uh, you need to hold the coin in order to use the card. If I am yeah right. yeah. So I've, I've got, again, I'll convert it. I put 30,000 crowns in. Into so that. you have, uh, you are able to. I mean, if you would, you would, uh, you would be able to get the card. Yeah. So I staked. Uh, I think it was at twelve percent. I can't remember. But my friend Sean was telling me about it. I met him in Croatia. Yeah. And he's really into cryptocurrency, and he was telling me all about these small projects. And right. and I started seeing Crypto.com. I asked him if he had it. He's like, yeah. I was like, right, okay. So put some money in, but then 
I'm down like 40% now at the moment, but I, I, my plan is just to leave that for years, I think. Oh, I mean, I am down so many percent right now because I was mostly in altcoins because mm-hmm. once you are in a crypto for a long time, you just get bored with Bitcoin and you are, you are just looking for better ways to earn some money. Mm-hmm. You know, to... So, yeah, but I think that it's like short term. I think that we can, I mean, it's not a financial advice, but... <laughs> I'll, I'll edit that and put it right at the start. It's <laughs> <laughs> the beginning, it's not a financial advice, but uh, right now it's, what date is it? It's 14th of... 14th of March. Yeah, March. And the price of Bitcoin have been, I mean, it wasn't falling down for about a few months. And maybe it's a good sign right now because with all the things that are happening, Bitcoin still stands mm-hmm. as well as stocks. Or but I mean, yeah, gold and silver is the maybe right now is really pumping. I mean, gold hit all time high, mm-hmm. and silver I'm not sure. I think it uh, it hasn't because the all time high at uh, silver. I mean, silver was like in the eighties or seventies. And I think it was due to the uh, due to big short. Uh, I mean, it was like short term thing because some company decided to buy like so much silver in the uh, in the past, and which w- the price went up because there was high demand or mm-hmm. there was certain demand, but uh, they couldn't fill it. So yeah, but I I mean, I think that we can expect like few weeks of a. Pump maybe it's possible in my opinion because the price has been steadily uh, it just pumped from thirty four k right now we are at thirty nine but we were at forty seven and if you look at the charts mm-hmm. yeah then the thirty four k is like point of control which is where there was uh, the most buyers so maybe some big players are just uh, trying to capitalize, you know, trying to get more Bitcoin, and maybe we, we will see some bull run. But I don't know. Uh, for me, crypto is not a income right now, so I don't mind holding few years mm-hmm. because. And even uh, I, th- I mean, I may think that something like bear market or bull market may be completely old terms, because we are living in a economy which. And I know we are. It was so over pumped and so overheated due to the COVID and things because they were just printing money, mm-hmm. so bunch of money. And right now we have war, yeah, which is which is pretty bad. But the oil prices are through the roof, and they're probably gonna rise more. Mm-hmm. But I think it's only a you know like a excuse for them to rise prices because. Uh, the demand for oil went extremely low uh, in 2020 when there was a pandemic and people stopped like flying and mm-hmm. the transport logistics went down and the demand went so up really, really, really hard. So. But the the problem is that, uh, you know, OPEC, the organ- which is like I don't know if I, if I pronounce it good in English. It's like O-P-E-C. 
It's the, these are yeah. like countries that produce oil. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they they can regulate the supply, and okay. they went down with the supply at twenty at twenty twenty, and they still produce the same amount. They didn't increase <coughs> they didn't increase the supply of oil so basically there is higher demand and right now there's even a war mm-hmm. which is a great excuse for them uh, the oil prices are gonna be through the roof probably they're gonna hit like 200 dollars per for barrel mm-hmm. i mean they could like produce more but why i mean if you have a <laughs> If you're making so much profit, then yeah. Yeah. and then there is Russia that produces about ten percent of world's oil. But there is a problem that nobody wants to buy from Russia right now from the let's say countries that have uh democratic uh, democratic way of politics mm-hmm. but the, then there are countries probably that benefit from it because when Russia cannot sell to not many people then you can come to Russia and say okay I'll buy it but for half price yeah so. there's a guy on YouTube called no fuckers here I think well I think it's just no fuckers but when he introduced himself he goes sub guys no fuckers here um, and he's Russian and he gave a bit of a breakdown of what it's like oh. being a Russian at this moment in time. He's, he's just, the whole country's been <laughs> cancelled. Mm-hmm. He, he videoed himself going to a, an ATM. He couldn't get any money out. He can't get paid for YouTube oh. because uh, there's no <laughs> form of him getting paid. It's terrible. Yeah, so he set up uh, an Ethereum and Bitcoin wallet for people to donate to him. But he was saying that there's all these companies that have moved out. And the thing is, McDonald's was still there for a while and then there was so much public pressure on them to yeah. leave that it was like if they stay the knocking effect of them staying is probably worse than them actually leaving and I think they're going to lose like 50 million dollars a day or something I, yeah. I don't know how much I but can imagine he was saying that there's these companies like Volkswagen who have manufacturing plants in Russia now because the industry is large for that company there and there's so many employees that it's probably likely that they're gonna go yeah yeah we're getting out of russia but oh we're just gonna set up a shop on the border of kazakhstan and there's gonna be ways around it there was there was ways around covid people find ways around it it's just it looks better for companies to completely distance themselves Mm -hmm. and pretend that they give a shit to keep face rather than uh <clears throat> actually doing the right thing but that's probably my over overly cynical look on it yeah, I mean in today in today's world the public know, opinion on you or on your organization mm-hmm. is actually something that can easily I don't know make you a lot of profit but it can end your career in a day yes. you have to be so careful but I think that right now due to the war there are some things that people re- realize that are not as important. I mean, the certain problems they try, were trying to solve and you had two groups against each other. So I think it's going to get better because maybe thanks to the crisis we are experiencing now, 
and I mean we are not experiencing it as people from Ukraine, but mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, uh, thousands of people came to Czech Republic. Already. Yeah. So, I think that it. Um, I mean, we value more what we have right now. Mm-hmm. We 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 are we have food, drink. We we have our still our apartments. <laughs> yeah. There are no tanks running <laughs> over. Not yet. Not, not yet. <laughs> yeah. But so yeah, I think uh, it's terrible. But I think it's also important to experience crisis once in a while because you realize what you don't have mm-hmm. or what you have and you should be you should be blessed if you have it. Yeah, I think that happened with COVID. Yeah. <laughs> There is it's like we've had two of them moments of appreciation in life where COVID you just couldn't do a single thing <laughs> at all and that made you kind of reflect and go oh, hang on a minute. Yeah. What we're doing. I think probably with COVID is One of the reasons, obviously, the reason I am here is because of Christina. <laughs> obviously, I can't just say the pandemic made me get in a relationship with you, but it because I was forced to just completely stop doing everything that I liked to do, and it was just okay. You're gonna have to. I had to go, still go to work. I was classed as an essential worker, so I don't know how. It was a. Uh, I was a pizza planner. Yeah, essential as fuck. Um, <laughs> <and> economy. <laughs> yeah, I was uh, very reliable in that situation. I wasn't, but basically, I just I couldn't go anywhere. So yeah. I was just going to work, and I, I started to look at what I was doing. I was like, Oh, I want to be doing this for the rest of my life. And I, I was planning on leaving anyway at the end of the year, but it just slowly over time built up, and then uh, obviously I got in a relationship with Christine, and then it added up. To like uh, this decision to move away from where it was, but I think a lot of people had that moment of reflection yeah. and like, okay, what am I actually doing in my life? <laughs> like, why am I wasting my time doing this shit job that I don't enjoy when you, it can just be taken away from you overnight? Like, Ukrainians probably don't have that on the mind they're probably just focused on surviving at the yeah. moment but for us who aren't experiencing it we can go like oh jesus i'm glad i'm not getting bombed by putin <laughs> yeah have you seen any ukrainian refugees so many um, uh, i went to prague yesterday with a train i think like 20 of people there were ukrainians mm-hmm. and um in uh, in the what I call the main station in Prague mm-hmm. so many of them yeah. the, the, I mean in the Prague when you go to metro uh, you you can find also many people with suitcases bags and you hear I mean what is it it's uh, they speak they doesn't have Russian or it's similar the, it's so the it's Ukrainian yeah. slash Russian so they Either speak purely Ukrainian, but it's very similar to Russian. Oh. Uh, but a lot of the people used to just speak Ukrainian and Russian. My friend now just speaks Ukrainian. He's like, <laughs> I'm not speaking anything else other than um, Ukrainian. Yeah, yeah, I understand it. So yeah, so you hear it more than Czech or English, maybe. Mm-hmm. I mean, in Prague, I was I was used to like, hearing English, but I wasn't used to hearing. Ukrainian and Russian, Ukrainian, oh, it's so hard to pronounce, <laughs> fuck me, uh, Russian, so, 
Yeah, and I mean the people are not like, uh, I mean, man, I was worried because uh, the people from Ukraine that live in Czech Republic for a few years, they're they are usually, it's not like, it's maybe it's stereotype, but they are loud, they drink a lot, which are basically like Czechs, but <laughs> they speak another language, <laughs> so you notice it. Uh, uh, but they are usually super like calm, and you see them that they're. I mean, uh, they're exhausted usually. I cannot imagine what it would be for me like move from Czech to England in a in a week. Yeah, uh, looking for a job, looking for accommodation, not having much money because they they probably couldn't withdraw. You know, so, uh, you know, just starting over. And your house was like the yeah shoot shoot it at yeah <laughs> and it's not even like you've had time to what, mentally prepare yourself yeah. it's just overnight you've got to go yeah. in that's the situation you're in so deal with it really that's it's a sad situation I don't mean that it's like you know deal with it it's not <laughs> as bad <laughs> yeah I mean yeah. It's just like that's that's sadly what's been thrown upon them is that. Did you do that's what they just yeah, have to it's do? Propaganda, deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> it's Putin. Yeah, it's Putin's propaganda, just deal with it. But it, I seen the first refugees I saw were when I was getting a bus to uh, Shneska. Is that how you say it? Shneska. Yeah. <laughs> Czech pronunciation is getting a little bit better. Um, and there was loads just at the bus station in Cherny Most. Oh. And I was like, fuck me. It took me back a little bit. But then I just obviously recently got back from Krakow and oh. the the train station there was it was just like a refugee camp. Yeah. Yeah. It was really hard hitting. Um because there's people just asleep on the floor everywhere, the volunteers uh, running the, around. You know, you see the kids. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah. It it's been irritating to see people on social media so when this has happened i've like looked, i got the twitter back and i was like looking at constant updates of things oh, yeah. i ended up down like a similar situation of when covid happened where you're just watching the news and you're like doom scrolling you yeah just... that's the same i mean the media are i don't like these i don't like media these days because they benefit from drama Mm-hmm. And they're trying to make make it more dramatic than it may. I am. I don't know what the situation at Ukraine. I don't know mm-hmm. how are the soldiers acting. But every day, uh, I read something like Ru- Russian soldiers are shooting at civilians. But it's in another sentence. They say it different. And I mean, like, all right, I get it, but why there's gonna be a whole page special page at mm-hmm. our media that it's gonna it's gonna be like russian crisis fastest news yeah we have like, just live updates on bbc I, I use bbc news yeah and that's just live russia invasion yeah. of ukraine and then I, mean, the- I get it they benefit from it uh, but i think that's uh, bad for mentality of people. I mean, when this happened for three days, I was like super depressed. Mm-hmm. I felt I, I was like, what's the point of me working, studying when next week there's gonna be an army? <laughs> <laughs> Fuck me up, but you know, it's you know, it's like it's hard to 
accept it that it happened. Yeah. Do you think that might be a possibility, especially with the history of <coughs> Czech Republic? Like, yeah. did you instantly think like, oh shit, here we go again? Well, uh, I'm glad that we are at uh, we are in NATO, mm -hmm. so they would have to come. I hope. <laughs> to help us I don't think that he he would uh, like he could like do, I mean he could do it with the resources he has but I think he would lose in a long term maybe for short term he would like hold the we are like ex-Soviet I don't know how to say this we are ex-Soviet Republic mm -hmm. yeah. so he will he may be able to hold it for I don't know a few weeks I have not to I'm not a general, yeah. so, but I think that in the long term it couldn't happen. And I think that the Czech people may be like super offensive because of the history that we have. So I, I think that the possibility, I mean, it's possible. It, it, it is, but I think that it's not rational mm -hmm. as it, uh, uh, as well, it's the same with the whole conflict. It's not like rational to kill so many people just because of some dispute on land. Yeah. I mean we are back in, in the we are back in the I don't know, five hundreds. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, people swinging the dicks about for uh, a piece of dirt, it seems like it's like Putin makes choices based on uh, this is my patch of dirt. I used to own yeah. this dirt years ago. The Soviet Union fell. Oh my god! I need to invade it. Yeah. It's just fucking stupid. And, it's... and I think the, the, he's gonna. He won't. He won't be like a president for long because due due to the sanctions that all countries mm -hmm. did uh, to Russia, and so the the breath in Russia could like. I, I read the article that the bread in Russia could uh, cost like triple of four times more right now. Yeah. So the base the, the people that are not like aristocrats, they are not rich. Mm -hmm. They're gonna be super angry. And even the aristocrats because they have uh, they had like uh, houses in UK in Czech they have houses in Czech, uh, Czech Republic. And I, I read that the UK plans to like freeze their assets mm -hmm. and they want to move uh, Ukraine in refugees to these yep. houses. Like, <laughs> super cool. <laughs> so, yeah, I think that Putin committed like political suicide and yeah. maybe like actually committed suicide because. Did you see the video of him where he's talking on a green screen? Yeah. and his finger goes through uh, a microphone so he's basically staged this interview or group setting with different like, uh, hostess yeah. and it was like oh yeah he's meeting up with all these these <laughs> people who work in the air industry to talk about um, the sanctions or whatever it fucking was yeah. and while he's talking he goes like he's moving his hands and you can tell it's a green screen because his finger goes through the microphone <laughs> So Zelensky, like later that day, he did a press conference, and then at the end of it, he just physically moved the microphone to be like, "I'm not a bitch." <laughs> it's fun. Yeah. No, it's it's in it's an interesting time to be alive, but it's also yeah, it's... Pe petrifying. In Krakow, there was 
um, the US Army just walking around. Oh, yeah. So I went to Auschwitz, and <laughs> they were they were <laughs> they were all just lingering around there. And I started talking to them. I was like, "So when did you get it?" And they got here just before the invasion started, but they hadn't been allowed to leave the base um, until that day. That was the first yeah, day. I mean, they probably expected like something could happen so mm-hmm. even before this. Yeah, but I don't know. They weren't very hidden. Like, you know what I mean? They were walking around with, like U.S. Army gear on and everything. I'm not sure why. Could they not just wear normal clothes? Yeah. Um, and then there was. Um, I think it was a US military bomber flying in the sky. So I was like, shit, and hell. Like, it was because I was paying attention. Like, this is pretty intense. It was like exhibition. Uh, yeah. Something. I would be, uh, if I saw like soldiers every day, I would be super like stressed mm. what could happen. That's what it's like in Israel. When you oh. walk, I went to Israel two years ago and Go into like a train <coughs> train station. Yeah. Let's say from here to Kutnahara, you're putting your bag through like airport style security, and then they're patting you down and everything. Um, because they have lots of terrorist attacks yeah, yeah. that happen there, so you're just constantly getting checked. At one point, I because I, I I didn't have any four G or three G or whatever mobile data, and I was in the airport and I was like trying to figure out how to get to my hostel. And then the, I walked out the airport and I was like, oh shit, I should go get back Wi-Fi so I can search. I, the guy seen me go past him and I turned back around and he started asking me a lot of questions. I was like, you've just seen me <laughs> go out and come back in. Um, but that's uh, intense. And it, it could get like that, to be honest, if it escalates further. Yeah. I mean, you have like con- uh, they control you when you go to the Prague castle. Mm-hmm. You have to, you know, they scan your bag and something like that. But it's for a long time. It's like, for, I mean, it's five years ago that they mm-hmm. started. So. But I don't know. My, fr- uh, my friend uh, is in the army. Well, mm-hmm. Actually, two friends are. But one of them studies the school. It's called. The University of Defense in translation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I think I I cannot imagine that I would be like in army right now, because there would be a chance that any minute I can be like transferred. Yeah. To action, <laughs> and it's like, I I don't know. I I actually I was thinking about joining the army when I was like seventeen, eighteen. Yeah. Yeah, because I didn't know what I want to study. Mm-hmm. So there were two options. Military or economy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Are you happy with what you've chosen? Yeah, yeah. well, certainly am right now. Yeah, I mean, you can still get drafted if like martial law happens. That's, it, I, I don't think that's gonna yeah, happen. Yeah, I could, but I also could fly away. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I think. I, I mean, it's like I don't know if if you think about it that fighting a war for your country. I mean, it's nationalist nationalistic if i say it uh, a form of nationalism yeah, form yeah. Of nationalism but i don't know if it's worth it mm. i mean i get the bigger picture but i if i would be like a if i had a family for example that why would i 
Like, why would I do it? I mean, yeah. I could if there was a possible really good chance that I could just go somewhere in Africa, chill there at the beach, and you know, like work and be happy. So why wouldn't I take it? Mm -hmm. uh, and Africa is also pretty far away from Europe, so yeah, it depends if all all scale nuclear war happens. Yeah. that would uh... then there is. Uh, there is the Arctic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that I mean, in, in a situation where there will be a world nuclear war, we are all fucked. Yeah. And I don't get why people are building the bunkers because they can be in a bunker for about, I don't know, a few years. Like, mm. But the nature would be like devastated for hundreds of years so yeah. that's the point yeah. i mean like yes you, you will live for two years more but what is it gonna be like yeah wi-fi is gone wi-fi is gone you would have no, no wi-fi no, yeah. no one no one's making any youtube videos yeah, yeah. what are you gonna watch no netflix yeah you'd have to just like stockpile dvds and books, books. And, yeah, yeah. So that's pretty shit, to be honest. <laughs> it's not life. <laughs> yeah, we'd live like a rat. Like a hermit in a, in a bunker. <laughs> I feel like this apartment's a little bit like a hidden away from uh, society in Prague. Well, you get these on your windows, yeah. Of what on the windows? Uh, how are we going to call it? The bars. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what would you call that? Yeah, bars. Just bar like you know, bars. Like Harry Potter had the window <laughs> when Ron rescued him. Yeah, yeah. It's what Christina uses to stop me from traveling, but it's not working. <laughs> yeah, it came to my mind. I didn't want to say. <laughs> so, how long have you got left now of your degree? Two semesters. I'm in my fourth right now. Mm -hmm. and two semesters. And I have to think about the topic of my bachelor work. Mm. Yeah. So it's pretty hard because cryptocurrencies. I mean, I could, I could do it, and I would maybe. Uh, it would be a good topic, but there it was. In the previous years, there was a really lot of work from my colleagues at the university that, and I don't. I don't think that there is a. There is a, how would I say it? There is some, I don't think that my work would be like good or something new came out of it. Mm. I mean, it would be like wasted time for me because someone else already did it. So I want to do something that like actually has a use case for people that read it and say, yeah, I didn't know that. And so. It's hard. I wanted to do blockchain and logistics, uh, logistics, mm -hmm. but my friend already did it this year because he's one year older. Yeah. Okay. So, so what's the uh, something you're looking for now? You say you're doing, trying to get a part-time job. Yeah, I'm trying yeah. to do a part-time job, so I'm gonna be independent. Right now, I'm still. I I mean, I work, but uh, it's like a. Mm, it's I don't earn that much money so that I can allow to be independent mm -hmm. and because as I told you recently uh, I'm a in a relationship with a great girl mm -hmm. and 
Just get it on the podcast. <laughs> you gotta listen, text her, listen I'm to it later. <laughs> Skip to 40 minutes in or however long it is. That's for you. That's... Yeah. <laughs> and I admire her because she's independent. She's from Slovakia. Mm. So she went to she went to Prague, you know, and she's completely independent. She works and studies at the same time. Yeah. So, you know, it kind of motivates me to be independent as well. Because yeah. I don't, I don't want to be slob yeah <laughs> <laughs> you work you work girl i'll uh sit back on all your money yeah, yeah you don't you don't want to live like that i i couldn't live uh just scrounging we'd say off somebody else yeah um look i, I think i'm luckily i saved up quite a lot of money from my full-time job Oh, last year, so I, it means I can just be like, ah, sort of, <laughs> for a little bit. Yeah, and that's something that I wanna like. I want in my future. I wanna, I wanna have something like productive years, and mm-hmm. then like you know, when I have enough uh, money at my account or enough assets, mm. so that I can like for a few months I could just do whatever I want. Yeah. I mean, like you know, start a company because mm. you don't have anything to lose uh, or just travel or something like that just you know to explore yourself mm. i mean i can do it now but why not <laughs> <laughs> i've got the money now to you got the money to yeah do I, got the money. <laughs> I mean everything i think it's for me it's really hard because uh, i constantly thinking what if this happens to me or what if i lose this uh, and i know that uh, when you have enough money in your account then you can you are yeah, you know, it's just when you don't worry about money, life is, I think, really easier in a certain way. Yeah, I had this conversation with uh, my friend Lloydie, his girlfriend, Kay. Okay. I'll just say my friend, Kay, because she's actually <laughs> my friend. And she was saying, uh, she's having a bit of a crisis when she was finishing her degree last year. She was like, I don't know. She, but then she was, wanted to be like financially comfortable where she could go out and spend money without having to worry about it and I was like well you can do that now but you're gonna worry about it you know <laughs> and you like you, you can be like oh yeah I'm just gonna buy 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 yeah. buy obviously there's a there's a limit to how much you can do it but I, I reckon if you had a million pound or let's say uh, 30 million check crowns nice uh, quick quick man <laughs> <laughs> um you you know there's a limit with that. You, you could go oh yeah I want to li- live more financially yeah. independent bye 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 and then you end up spunking all your money yeah. away. And I mean if, when you I mean when you get your own place you know when you get your own house or your own apartment and you don't have to pay rent I think that's the I mean it's a really big I'm like achievement in your life because mm-hmm. uh, you always have to live somewhere so. And uh, which is really good. Uh, I recently discovered that the uh, that the houses uh, in Thailand are extreme are pretty cheap in comparison to Europe. Yeah. And it's beautiful. It's a beautiful country. One sec, I can hear Christina trying to break in. I'll let you finish that because we'll just be scoffing out there. It's gonna be like ASMR right now. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> just uh, turn it off <laughs> so you're going to buy a house in Thailand uh, I, I want to in my future yeah 
Yeah. I mean, it's a beautiful country. Mm. It's like uh, it's cheap. I mean, the the basic needs like water and food, and I mean, I don't eat a lot of fruit, but the fruit is also good there. Mm-hmm. So why not? Yeah. And I mean, it's like a. Uh, I don't know how to put it. It's like for me, it's like something I some something I've never had. Like I've never been to this tropical mm. tropical land. So. so you're thinking maybe once you've done your bachelor's, you'd go over. Well, yeah, if I'm gonna have the financial asset assets, so why not? I would like like to live there. Mm. I mean, if I'm gonna work like from computer, I can do it there. Yeah. And they've got like I think they've got really good uh, uh, the internet in the country. Mm-hmm. It's like five uh, G or something like that everywhere. So nice, yeah. So <laughs> this is the benefit I've got now of having this online job. Is that yeah. as long as I've got good Wi Fi, you can earn money from wherever. Now there's disadvantages to you know. That sometimes you're not going to get paid the full amount because you might get no calls. Oh, but, and yeah, there's advantages and disadvantages. Of and that. it's uh, and if you get more calls, it's better or not. So the standard you get paid is ten dollars seventeen an hour, but that's if you speak to somebody for an hour or you have like two separate thirty minute calls. Oh. So if no one calls you, then you're going to get like twenty five percent. So you got two dollars, <laughs> yeah. So it's like, and you, but it's like, you can just turn it on and just wait. Yep. So you can do anything on the computer. Yes, while no one's speaking to you. So I guess if you're interested in doing, are you working right now? It's <laughs> <laughs> a good idea, isn't it? Just let it keep declining calls. Give me free money. Yeah. Um, no, so you have to answer a certain amount of calls. Like if you ignore them, then they're gonna kick you off the platform. Oh. Obviously. It's not gonna like you just go on and <laughs> free money. Yeah. But I wanna get something like it's good, I'm not gonna deny it. It's good to have. And especially on a on a weekend, say if you're not doing anything yeah. and you you wanna do five hours, you're probably gonna guarantee um it's a guarantee you're gonna have five hours right after each other, so that's like fifty dollars. Mm-hmm. So it's beneficial, especially when you start looking at from where you are in the world so for example it was cheaper in Krakow so the money goes further and then if you say in Thailand the money goes even further so it's just beneficial to have this always as like and a, the people are from whole world or it's like Europe so that they're you know it's during the day so it depends on what time you log on so I've mainly done it from like let's say 8am and then the latest I've done it is like 11pm yeah. now when the Brazilians wake up, you get people from Brazil. But when you say if I'm on at like five or six p.m., it's a lot of people from Saudi Arabia, people from Turkey. Um, and if you go on in the morning, it tends to be people from China. Oh. It's just the different, yeah. different time zones. But there's loads of different websites for it. Uh, I just use one at the moment because yeah, I just can't be bothered doing anything else. Plus, I've, as I've said. I've saved up some money so I can just chill out for a bit. You could like uh, be on another website and just turn it at the same time 
<laughs> yeah. Just have like a, an hour long presentation. Don't let anybody speak. Yeah, to me. yeah exactly. <laughs> um, questions after. Yeah, questions after. Oh, it's cut off. <laughs> it's cut off. What a shame. And you're left with twenty dollars an hour. Yeah. Well, you can actually charge more on different websites. Oh. Yeah. So, so you can like be, you can set up your standard. Yeah, yeah. So there's one called iTalking where you can set up like pay $200 for 10 lessons oh. and then they can use the lessons every hour uh, maybe one hour per week for 10 weeks oh. um, I've not got into using all the others I've just used Cambly because it's that, so I mean, it's, that sounds really good it's nice it's kind of, it's like being a freelancer yeah because you're just working around your own schedule so at the moment my schedule's like oh, I can't be asked working so <laughs> I'm not doing it but it's it's handy to and do you know anyone or which that has this as a main source of income I mean if you log in you do five hours a day I mean you could live up with this oh, Czech yeah. Republic yeah easily. that's probably going to be the, the plan um, there's people who live off it in Thailand very comfortably oh. And you can get it set up where you do. Go on, we'll do some quick. Should we do some quick maths? Uh, <laughs> is that okay. quick math? But this is this is going from USD to check crown. So oh, nice. let's say if we did five hours a day, so ten dollars seventeen times five, so fifty point eight five. And then let's say what five days a week? Yeah. It's twenty three thousand per month. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty good. I mean, I don't know what was it with taxes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it just goes in. I think there's obviously a way you can set it up. It's a bit. Like, it goes into your pay. And they paid to your account. Or PayPal. Oh, but PayPal is pretty. I used PayPal a few years back, and the day it's too easy to use it. To use PayPal, it's not very expensive when you are in your ecosystem. Mm -hmm. But when you withdraw money, it's or when you, it's like I don't know they charge a lot when you withdraw it to your normal account. I think. Oh. But I don't know what is it now. I, I, they cannot pay in crypto. <laughs> you can buy crypto on PayPal now. Yeah, yeah. So maybe just keep getting paid and but, buying crypto with the money from. But Campbell. can you send the crypto from PayPal to your wallet? Oh, I don't know. Because yeah. if the, if this, that would be the case, then no income <laughs> and living off as a millionaire. <laughs> PayPal crypto millionaire. But I mean, there are countries that have like uh, the 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 laws that you don't have to pay any you know taxes or that the incomes from cryptocurrencies are not taxed. So mm. If you move there, and I know how is it if you are if you are here. So, uh, how is it with taxes in England? Because in Czech, you have something like if you spend here for about well, a certain amount of days a year, then you have to pay taxes here. And if you if you are a Czech and you live abroad and you spend most of the time there, you don't have to. So. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's probably another You're going to cut this part? <laughs> this part, cool. Um, so I've paid socials and PVZP, which is like the public health thing. Yeah, yeah. And I have got to submit taxes at the end of this month based on what I've earned. 
last year. But oh yeah, so the, I I had I had a full time job for half of the year yeah. last year. Now the way that worked because I wasn't independent. Basically, everything just comes out of your payslip before you even mm-hmm. you don't even have to think about it. So yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what's going to happen. I think that because I've earned money in the Czech Republic, it doesn't affect the amount of tax I pay in the UK. Yeah. I think I just pay tax here. I don't know. It's very complicated for, for my uh, simple brain. <laughs> right. I mean, right now it's even more complicated because of Brexit that happened. Yeah. Yeah. That's a nice friendly reminder of how shit it is. <laughs> like, but you are in your opinion right now. So. Yeah, but we've asked... You obviously you know the story. I got deported. I've had to go through the the visa process, and yeah. that wouldn't have been the case. It would have been a lot easier if I just was still in the European Union. And right now, you have like time limited or whatever. End of the month, my visa expires, so I've got a meeting to extend oh. my visa because that's technically okay. So I don't have the actual visa. I have a visa before the actual visa. The bridging visa, it's called. And oh. they give me six months so they could take time to review the application and, you know, do it within six months. And they've not reviewed it. So I've got to extend that. And I got an email from them the other day. Basically, with everything that's happened with Ukraine, there's just oh. a huge influx of people applying for um, visas. So that it's probably going to take even longer. Which is what's going to be quite funny is that my visa should be for a year. Realistically, yeah. maybe it, it could. So it could get given for five years, but it's most likely it's going to get given for one because I bought health insurance for one year. So it would be funny if I just get to one year yeah. on the visa before the visa. That would be quite good. Um, yeah, you said before actually about the war, not being a smoke screen, but. Um, people use that as an excuse for oil prices going up. So at the moment in England, everything's going up, electricity bills, food, everything. And that is because of Brexit. But luckily for the, for the current prime minister, he can just say, Oh, it's the Ukrainian war that's driving up the oil prices. But before this happened, energy bills were going through the roof. So, that's a the current issue we've got where it's like, yeah, let's pretend Brexit is going well and it's, <laughs> it's not. But it's it's just simple thing like here, and in in Poland, like the train train's really good, public transport's really good, and it's fairly priced. Like to go, I always say the example to go to Krasnoliepa from here is like three hours. Yeah. To go from like Wigan, where, where I I live, to London. Pretty much the same length. Yeah. Uh, it costs, I think, like in if you're a student, I'll do it in pounds. <laughs> so I'll do it in pounds. It'd be less than two pounds to get the same distance in England. Even if you're a student, it would be around seventy pounds. What? Yeah. The if but that's if you book it in advance. It can be up to like hundred and fifty pounds if you don't do it in. So we don't travel anything. No, it's cheaper. It's cheaper to have a car in England than it is to use public transport. 
So, for example, another example I can give, getting the bus from Krakow Airport to Krakow City Centre was 60 pence. To go from where I live to Wigan, written like one way is nearly like £4. So it's like, what, five? Obviously, there's a lot of factors that come into yeah. that, but it's just overly... Um, Overly expensive. That's not. So a, I, I could allow like five days in England and uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's ridiculous how much it, it costs just to fucking jump on a train. It's terrible. I mean, with the oil prices right now, the car is pretty expensive. Too. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, what else can we chat about? Trying to think, we've spoke about crypto. Crypto. Degree. Ukraine. Yeah, I don't know. I'm not sober, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's all right. But I, I, like, I don't drink as much as I did. Mm. Uh, and I'm not an alcoholic, so... <laughs> but, uh, I mean... Uh, I have a beer or some whiskey uh, once in a while. Mm. But, you know, from... New Year's, I haven't, I haven't drank like, I haven't drank like, no, not that much. <laughs> it's like, and I, I used to, but I, it's not like, it's, <clears throat> I mean, it's expensive. Yeah. And the day after when you have to work, it's just like hell. Mm. And, and uh, of course with my, I had broken hand, so but uh, I wanted to recover fast. So I, I pumped like vitamins, minerals uh, into me. I ate like <clears throat> I ate like a horse. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I spent a lot of money on food because when you have bro when your right arm is broken. You can't do anything, I mean... <laughs> I don't know what yeah, yeah, your yeah, hand gesture I mean, was then. <laughs> I didn't want to do it like that. So, the cooking is pretty hard. Yeah. Uh, so I ordered every, uh, every other day, I ordered like pizza or uh, wings. Mm. And How did you do it? What, what did you do uh, again? Well, I trained my left arm. I, I can write pretty well with my left, uh, left arm on the phone. Mm. I learned that in two days, yeah, and uh, it was pretty hard on the computer because uh, I I can type with all ten fingers, and right I had like five, mm. and, but even though I had like five uh, five fingers, I could still type faster than my father with them. So, so how did you? Uh, was dislocated, sprained? What did you do to your right arm? Well, I was, I trained jujitsu, and I, I the our trainer likes to show new techniques on the people that are more more experienced. And I am not experienced, but I was there longer <laughs> than the other people. So uh, he did something I did. Uh, he did something I expected, uh, but <clears throat> he did it faster. And when I was falling in jujitsu, you have to like uh, put your hands behind you and sort of punch the ground like this, so mm -hmm. that the force goes there and not into your back or somewhere. And but I was falling when I was falling, I was like uh, I had my 
left arm lower. No, I had my right arm lower than the left one. And so I didn't know the position and instead of punching uh, with my hand, I punched, the force went into my elbow. So I fractured the, the bone that goes from your elbow to your wrist. Uh, at the beginning, it was like, a, I don't know, well, like when you, <clears throat> I don't know how to say it in English. It was like a letter Y. If you oh, imagine yeah. like, but I'm, I train already and I work out. So, so how long was it fractured for? Well, it was healed after one month. It was healed, yeah. but they told me that it's only because I'm young. If it would happen to someone like in the thirties, forties, it would probably be like a surgery. Mm. for surgery and I had it like only in the, how do you say it when you have something fixed in English um, oh what's it called cast in yeah, a cast in a yeah cast. we used to say if people would turn up to school in a cast I don't know if you did it would you sign it yeah, yeah. I didn't want anywhere so yeah. because it was uh, during our exam period yeah. so I only studied and it was pretty good when I went to exam and the professor saw it. I broke my elbow and was like, I cannot write, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, so they, they asked me questions and uh, uh, all, all the professors, except one, <clears throat> she was mean to me, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> they asked what happened to me, and uh, which took some time of the examination. So it was, I think that it was a benefit, one of the benefits <laughs> other than the, the pain must have been yeah, yeah the pain the day it happened I could I slept for like three hours and I uh, I woke up and my arm was like you know swallowed or how do you say when the, swollen swollen yeah, yeah swollen so it, it hurt like sh like hell uh, yeah. a lot and I went to more it was a hospital called Motel mm -hmm. Motel in Prague and when I came there they were like whoa young guy and they thought that I'm just you know that, that there's nothing wrong and they just I punch myself and I'm crying and I went to x-ray and I, w I went back and they were like oh it's really broken <laughs> and they like flipped they were like super sweet suddenly <laughs> and I was like yeah I'm not pretending <laughs> So, and then I went from there, and it was pretty funny because it happened overnight. So I went to our apartment, and uh, my <clears throat> uh, my flatmate was like, "I uh, I ringed because I couldn't pick up my keys and open myself, and I opened, and he was like, why don't you open yourself with your keys?' And I'm like, and he constantly apologized." <laughs> and, so, so how long yeah. were you doing jujitsu for before that happened? Um, well, it's it's like a self defense with the jujitsu mm -hmm. because it's uh, it, it's like a source of techniques, and it's like f f now right now it's like half a year or so months, no. yeah. and it's super cool. Yeah, it's it's great because when you work out, you don't have really the it's a it's a faster and. Uh, you are much more flexible 
I mean, I, uh, I, I can do like <laughs> gymnastics and stuff, which was something that I couldn't do before. You know, when you are a big guy from <laughs> So what's the <clears throat> plan with Jiu-Jitsu? How does it work with uh, like the levels? Do you go up? Uh, from... Well, uh, there's a difference between Japanese Jiu-Jitsu and Brazil. Okay, so which one are you we doing? We mostly do Japanese, but we also do grappling, which is something from Brazil. Mm-hmm. Uh, grappling is like when you, you are against someone, but you are on the ground. You start from the ground and one of your, uh, one of your feet has to be on the ground when you do this. So it's really about the, I don't know how to say, techniques and mm-hmm. stuff. And the levels are, I, I don't know, the, the, you have belts and mm-hmm. you should wear Kimono, I don't know if you say the same. So you know, it looks like pajamas. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't wear it, uh, but my girlfriend does, mm-hmm. and uh, I think that the that the best one is black belt, obviously. And I don't know what's this like the first level what you get. Uh, I mean, you, you start with the white belt, I think, and then they uh, the tra- There are some exams. Or something like that, and your, uh, but it doesn't. I think it does. It cannot do like your trainer. You have to go somewhere where they are certified, and they only do it once. I don't know once in a while. It's like once in a few months, but uh, I don't aim like on on that because I do it mostly for for fun, mm-hmm. and <coughs> uh, I don't. Know. I don't know very much about it. Mm. I just do it. It's fun, <laughs> and it's uh, it's really it gets your mind of things when you when you are on the ground and you are trying to uh, strangle someone. It's really really <laughs> you say it. Yeah, you're entering or opening that. Um, yeah. Animal instincts of trying to fucking murder somebody. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so you say your girlfriend does it as well. Yeah, is that how you met? Yeah, it's where I met her actually, mm-hmm. and uh, well, we we like started talking thanks to my injury actually because yeah. she was uh, she was helping me when it happened. She's a nurse. Mm. So, oh yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> go on. You can can you explain the story? Uh, so. Uh, I mean the whole story, or uh, just uh. okay. So uh, training when I fell on my arm, mm-hmm. she like fixed it with the bandage. I don't know if I said bandage. Bandage, I, yeah, bandage, yeah. yeah. And she told me to keep it in the bandage so that it doesn't, it, it's not swollen. Yeah. Uh, I went home. And I didn't listen. <laughs> I, <laughs> I put the bandage off, and in the morning I was like, it was super swollen. It hurt. I couldn't move my arm, literally, not at all. And so I went to hospital. And a day after that, I uh, I just texted her to say it. I thank her because she helped me a lot. Because if it wasn't in bandage, it could be much worse. And then we started like texting. 
And after a while, we discovered that we have a lot of accounts. So we went uh, on a, you could say we went on a date, but it wasn't meant as it when we went there. Mm -hmm. So, well, and then after four or five hours talking, we just, you know, kissed and then it started. Beautiful. True love story. <laughs> Maybe she just felt really sympathetic for you because your arm was shaped like, yeah, like a fucking like Y. A, like a <laughs> <laughs> she looked at your Y-shaped arm and she was like, oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So, are you back in jujitsu now? Has it healed um, well enough for you to go back? Yeah, I, uh, yeah, last week I couldn't because I had to go home uh, due to the my dentist mm -hmm. but i'm gonna go tomorrow and yeah i'm fully healed but i'm still super careful because uh, my treatment's gonna end like in a, uh, april at the beginning this is when i'm gonna have my last check with doctor and then i'm gonna be like full back but and it was the first time in my life I, I broke something. Yeah. So it was a it was a pleasure experience. I, I don't want to experience it again. <laughs> but thanks to that, I realized that I am like superhuman and I I have limits. So. Did you cry? No, but I was white as this white as this wall. Yeah. My face was like when it happened. I was I was just sitting there and. Uh, I thought that I'm gonna faint in one, at one point, but uh, luckily I was sitting, so I didn't. Yeah. It was terrible because, well, the pain was like something unimaginable for me. And at the beginning, I was able to move with my arm when, uh, like, three minutes after it happened. So I went, uh, I ended training, I went to shower, and I realized I realized that something is wrong when I. Uh, when I couldn't, like, I couldn't move this glass, I just couldn't, mm -hmm. because suddenly the muscles were just, uh, the pain was so, so bad. And after the, after two weeks that I had it in a, what would you say, cast? Cast, yes. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, the arm wasn't strong enough, like, for, hold, uh, for holding a glass of water, because mm -hmm. the, you, I didn't use it. So it was, it was very hard, and after a few seconds, it was just like shaking <laughs> suddenly. So I looked like an yeah. old man. The only relatable thing I can say, because I haven't broken anything myself, is when you have a cold and you can't smell anything, <laughs> and you can't breathe, and then after your cold's come, you're like, yes, I'm never, <laughs> I'm never gonna take for granted yeah. not having a cold again ever. I can't imagine breaking something. I actually, I broke my little toe. Oh. Yeah, banged it on the door. Fucking hurt that, but <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not as bad as breaking your arm. I survived. Yeah, I was still walking around Prague with a broken toe. Didn't have any, no cast. I'm joking. Such a badass. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, Thomas. I think uh, done. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for being here. I'm a big fan. And <laughs> so, the uh, the message for other guests don't forget to bring something yeah. see if you had your, if you still had your cast I would have signed it if you that much of a fun appreciate it <laughs> okay Joe peace